Hi, welcome back. I'm Susan Patang from The Quiet Zone Coaching, and you're listening to No More Losers, Dating After Divorce. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop being lonely and start being happy. That's what we all want, right, is to be happy. Let me ask you this. What is important to you about having a partner? And for so many of us, the answer is loneliness. Um, We go to work, we take care of the kids, we take care of the house, we maybe even help out our parents. It's like being on a merry-go-round that never ends sometimes, isn't it? We desperately want an adult to talk to and to hang out with and to have fun with, but our girlfriends are out with their own partners and we end up spending date night at home and with a bottle of wine, some popcorn and a movie. So I know you're wondering, so is it so wrong to want a boyfriend? What's wrong with feeling like we want some company? You know, it's, I'm lonely. I don't like being lonely. The answer to that is there's nothing wrong with wanting company or there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a partner. But let me ask you this. Why do you feel like you need a partner? Okay. There's a difference between wanting and needing. So many of us feel, even if we don't want to admit it, that we have to have a partner in order to be happy. If we don't have a partner, that means there's something wrong with us, um, that we're not worthwhile human beings unless somebody else loves us. We worry that our friends are going to think that there's something wrong with us if we don't have a partner. Or we might be jealous of our friends because they do have partners and we don't. Um, And, you know, and I know I I shamefully have to confess that I have fallen into that trap too. Like, oh my God, how did she get him? Oh, he's so awesome. I mean, oh my God, why can't I find a guy like that? Okay. You might want a partner because your ex is a drug addict or an alcoholic or a bad role model and you want a better role model for your kids. You might just miss having sex. I mean, you know, that's, it's a biological need, right? Or sometimes we just want to please our family because our families kind of expect us to have a partner and think there's something wrong if we don't. So when those are the reasons or something else like that, if they're your motivations for finding a partner, the result is that you're going to attract somebody who is codependent, a bully, a psychic vampire, or a a user. I call them user losers. (laughs) And that's what happens when you need to have a partner rather than just wanting somebody because you want to share your free time with them. The messages that we send out into the world are exactly what we're going to attract back. So if we approach our dating life with a sense of desperation and loneliness or not feeling like we're good enough to attract the kind of guy that we really deserve. The relationship user-loser is what we're going to get. When we are comfortable in our own skin and we're confident and we have an attitude of, I'd like to have a partner, but I'm okay if I don't have one right now, that's when we're going to end up attracting the people who are better choices. Okay. Let me ask you this. What are the wonderful things that are going on in your life right now, even without a partner? Okay. I want you to focus on those. What is good about right now, this moment in time, right now, no matter how small, 
focus your attention on what's good, what's positive, what's wonderful in your life right now, no matter how small, what's amazing. Um, what, and just look around in your environment. What's amazing right now about your environment? What's amazing about nature that you see outside? What is something awesome and positive in your life right now? That is how you're going to attract a better caliber of partner because you're focusing on things that are positive and good. When we do that, we are sending out, uh, subliminal messages, um, I I call it energy, your vibes, but it's not woo-woo stuff. This is science, okay? We communicate with other people in nonverbal ways, not just body language, but micro expressions, attitudes, uh, the way we speak, what we are focused on in life, what we are saying to ourselves about ourselves and about life and about the world and about romance and, and the opposite sex, what we are we truly believe in our hearts is what is going to be sent out in subliminal messaging to the rest of the world. When that messaging is positive and healthy and gra- uh, full of gratitude and, and grateful and uplifting and self-confident, we're going to start attracting people who find that attitude familiar. That is your better caliber of partner. That's how this works. Okay, so are you ready to find the perfect partner for you? Grab that popcorn and that bottle of wine on Saturday night and tell yourself, I'm going to have an awesome time watching this movie. I have wanted to see it forever and I don't have to ask anybody's permission to watch it. Enjoy every second of it. Focus on what's positive in your life. I've got a video that will help you with this. It's free. Um, It's called Three Surprising Ways Your Self-Talk Sabotages Your Love Life. And it sabotages not just your love life, but also other aspects of your life. So what I want you to do is go watch that video. It tells you not only the ways that you're sabotaging your love life, but also some ways that you can heal it. So that is www.thequietzonecoaching.com slash self-talk. Go watch that. I think you're going to find it really interesting. It'll be helpful for you. Until next week, have a wonderful, awesome, amazing week. Be grateful. Be positive. Enjoy it. And I'll see you next week. Namaste.